real quick. I think, I think, well, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that? How much coffee did you drink before the show? Listen, you can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. It's Corso and Catone. Welcome in to Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. And I'm joined, as always, by Mark Catone and your calls, 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. We're also joined by our longtime producer and director. He's in the studio. He's behind the scenes. He's making this all go. And he's also got us up on YouTube with the live chat. So chat in, call in. Mark, we got a ton to get to. Uh, tonight and and listen listen we're, we're going to I promise you we're going to get in at nauseam to what happened on Sunday yeah all New England fans are waiting to hear from you Mark about what you think of, of that but as I promised last week we want to get into some local stuff we want to talk about some Bruins some Red Sox and then you know all hands on deck for what's coming so Mark listen talking about the Boston Bruins right now they're in first place OK, but, you know, the, the, the burning question is last year they were in first place. I mean, last year at this time they would do, uh, you know, right before COVID, they were doing uh, doing really well and they were in first place and so on. And then it kind of kind of the wheel COVID happened and the wheel sort of fell off, you know, when they went into the bubble. So, Mark, can they sustain this? Can they maintain and keep that, you know, keep that level of play for an entire season? The goaltending, Chris, is 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 I feel is going to be an issue once again because they just they go yeah they look okay now they they're doing all right now but I just don't trust Rask and the backup Kozak is he's all right but I mean I, I don't know last year the I mean obviously you know um, Rask tapped out and, and went home I know he had personal issues with his family he had to go home I get it but I just don't know if they have a goaltender that listen to win a, a Stanley Cup you have to get you have to get hot, right? You're going to get a goalie that like, like Thomas did the year they won the Stanley Cup. You're going to get a guy that can go 12, 15 games, just get on a streak and carry you. I, I mean, I don't think either one of those goaltenders are capable of that. Well, that's the thing with Rask. Rask is a, he, you know, like, like a lot of goaltenders are, Mark. He, yeah. he's, an odd, he's an odd cat, you know? I mean, that that's 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 what goalies are. And, and, and it seems to me that the... You know, the stranger they are, the, the more odd they are, the, the, the better they are, it seems. I mean, remember Patrick Hawaii, he was, you know. He was, but but if you, even if you look at that St. Louis team that won it, the Washington team that won it, they had goalies that got hot. They were standing on their heads making saves. Yeah. I just don't know if the Bruins have that type of a goalie to, to do that, to, to make a playoff run. I mean, and, and then the older guys, can they sustain it? You know, can the can the, the older guys in this team like Bergeron and, and even Marshawn's got a lot of you know a lot of miles on him? Can these guys sustain it? You know, can McAvoy do what what Charity did as a in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean the, the thing the, I don't know the, the thing about it is, and you know, and yeah, getting back to the goaltending, yeah, it's the same. That's a stamina thing too. Now, some will say, you know, when you look at it and you say, well, you know, does Rask. Does he have, is he tough enough? Does he have that mental mental fortitude to be able to do this? Some will argue that the fact that he has that sort of, I don't know, that surface sort of mentality where it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, we're here and, 
you know, we're doing our best and we're giving it a shot and we'll, you know, we'll get to the next game. Some will argue that that's the type of mentality that you need. You need to have a short memory and you need to play it day by day and that kind of thing. I mean, is, does that work? And, but, but, and also, and, you know, I'll, I'll give you my opinion on the age of it, but Mark, does that work from the goal standard, from a goalie standpoint, or do you have to be that on edge, tough, you know, day in and day out type of guy? I don't know. I think, listen, there's regular season, as you know, Chris, in every sport, there's regular season players and there's money players, right? When the money's on the line, that's what you want, taking that last shot. Yeah, being they in show that, up. Right? They show up, right? And I don't know if he has that mental mentality that, that, that to, do, to do that. I, I just, you know, when I think of a goalie, I think of, yeah, now I'm going to show my age, I think of Kenny Dryden, I think of... <laughs> You know, Patrick Wah. But I think of those guys, right? Billy Smith for the Islanders. They would they would like acrobat. Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr, all those guys, right? I yeah. mean, I, I just don't think even Thomas, Tim Thomas Chris. Andy Moog. Moog, but but Thomas was phenomenal the year the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Right. I just yeah. I right, nothing in me tells me that Rask can do that if you need him to dominate for five or six games in a row to win something. I just don't know if he's that guy. And the backup definitely isn't that guy. No, we saw that. We saw that in the bubble. Yeah. You know, we saw, we saw what would happen in the bubble. And, you know, yeah. when Rass left, it was, yeah. it was okay for a couple of games. And all of a sudden the bottom fell out. But yeah. Mark, the, 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 the sustainability of the, you know, look, I think. Listen, I think they'll finish in the top three of the conference. I think they'll be, they'll be there and, and they'll yeah. get a decent. That's saying a lot though. Is that really saying a lot? Not really. I don't you know. Think. Okay. Toronto, Washington, you know, yeah. Philly, maybe. You know, lightning. Tam well, Tampa's down in the rank, but you know them. They always make a push, and they always keep. They come. They always they'll come, come. and they'll they come. seem. They seem to have that goaltender play, and they seem to have that mental toughness that that it takes down the stretch to put themselves right back. Because if you notice, last year it was the same situation with them. Tampa was fading, 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 and all of a sudden they came. They, they came. just came out of the gates and came after. And but, Mark, with Rask, I mean, you know when they. It was the opportunity two years ago. I mean, was that the opportunity when they when it went to Game Seven? Sure, and they just it was your Game Seven. Completely atrocious at home. Your game Seven, you're on your home ice. You can't, you can't win. And that's a perfect example, Chris. It's Game Seven on your home ice, and you can't win that thing. Come on. Yeah, that was a well, disgrace. Was that the opportunity? And now the window. That was the window closed. Well, right. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this about that window. If the window didn't close two years ago, it's it's going to close after this year. I mean, I mean, I say that. And I watch Bergeron with the way he's playing. And I watch, uh, you know, Marshan, Marshan, Marshan. I mean, every year he wants to be called. To, we say and I'm going to tell you different. something, though, Chris. This kid Pasternak is coming. Is He's turning into a phenomenal player. Yes, he is. He is. And that line is just, you know, head and shoulders above whatever else you're going to see out there. Yeah. It's what it's two things. What happens? What happens when you get to that second line? Okay, that second and third line, or the tough line too, the tough guy line, which is the third line. And Chris, those lines are typically the lines that go in the that grind for you in the playoffs, and when you win that championships, wins it. those those are the lines. Those second and third lines are what wins it for you. That typically does win, and I agree. And so, so is that part of it? And then again, there's the how are you how are you showing up towards the end? You know, how are these young guys, you know, because guys like McAvoy, I mean, he's playing, he's playing Smith. I mean, these guys are playing fantastic right now. I mean, they're playing good hockey, good, solid hockey. That's making you forget Chara a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, 
the question becomes, can McAvoy sustain that? And is the coach, you know, is he, is he, is he pushing them too hard? Are they getting too many minutes right now? Is that front line, that top line? I didn't realize Pasternak just got back, but again, it's abbreviated season. It's not, it's not a full, it's not a full season now. Um, and well, what are Chris, they playing? They, would, uh, they ran, well, last year, it looked like they, or, last year, yeah. even though they had that break for COVID, they just couldn't get their legs back under them for whatever reason. You would think it would have been quite the opposite. That no, they, I think the they, age of that team showed then. Right? Yeah. But you would have thought with the rest that they got, they shut down for COVID for a little bit. You would have thought that they, they would have had their legs for the playoffs, but it, they looked even older. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did. And, and, well, that was the problem. That was the, and I think that was when the decision was made about Chara. I mean, he made it. He went, he did it on his own. I mean, he went to Washington on his own. He signed the deal. But I think that, I think that if Sweeney, you know, Neil and company, um, if they wanted him, if they really, really wanted him in house, they would have got him back. Like another team that we're going to talk about. We got to bring that up already. We're talking hockey. You got to bring that up already. <laughs> like another team that we're going to talk about. And then if they really wanted him, they could have had him. Damn it. But anyway, um, but yeah, getting back to the Bruins. Yeah. Are they, uh, you know, they, and I, again, I, I, I throw out last year because again, of the age of the team COVID and so on, but you know, again, you look at it and say, okay, there's no COVID. There's no bubble. We, I get that, but is it going to be the same situation come April where, you know, it, it's similar where they took all the time off and then they couldn't get their legs back under them. Is it going to be like that in April where all of a sudden their legs are just shot and they just can't do it if they don't get the play from that second, third line and the scoring? Because I agree with you, Mark, when you get in the playoffs, yeah. those are the lines that win it for you. They are the ones who grind. I mean, you know, Chris, you're first was, because you know, defenses will typically yeah. – even sometimes they got the teams that got fourth lines out there in the playoffs, Chris, and they're grinding and they're scoring. Because defenses will find a way to take that line out. And by the way, with Pasternak, getting back to him just real quick, the thing he's that's another head case. You know, <laughs> that's another guy that you, you always worry about what his mental state is and what, what guy's going to show up. You know, because in the playoffs, you remember a couple of years ago, he just he disappeared in the playoffs. He just was invisible. You know, he had a couple of games towards the end that were good. He came back a little bit, but people couldn't figure out, was it an injury? You know, was it, what was wrong with this guy? And it just seems to me that the tougher the situation gets with him, the more, you know, the more he's backed, backed off, you know, fanning on shots, not being in the position in front of the goal, not getting those redirects, not getting those, those, you know, you know, you know, not getting those deflections where he would just bury, he's burying those now, but then for some reason it gets to May, it gets to, and then he just can't, he can't seem to find that. But I agree, Mark, these, you know, you're playing in the playoffs, you're playing against good defenses. You're playing against good goaltending. These are the best, these are the best teams that they have to offer. And so they're going to take for stretches of the game. They're going to take that first line away. And so what do you do? What do you do after that? And the question, again, it, be, and it becomes, and it's going to remain, are they good enough after that line to go, to go all the way? Can they hang with Washington? You know, can they hang with these teams that go, you know, uh, Vegas and some of these teams that are just stacked? You know, the even teams Colorado. Out, the, the teams out west, I, I, yeah. 
I don't know if they can, you know, if they're going to get out of their conference first, but you're right, Chris. Right. I, I don't, I don't know. But if they don't, if it's the other lines that, like you said, the first line, Chris, teams make adjustments in the playoffs. They figure out a way to neutralize those first lines. Right. And it always comes down to the, 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 the other lines to win a championship. And the, the last couple of years, well, two years ago was their opportunity and they just, they just couldn't pull it out in the seventh game at home. But, you know, we'll see. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not sold on the that they got a championship goalie, Chris. I'm not yeah. sold on. I'm still not and, sold on and, it. And Mark, if 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 I'll say this right now, they're cursed when it comes to playing. You know, how, you know how when the, the Patriots have to go to Denver or they're gonna come to Miami. If they have to play, if this team's got to play Montreal, there's just something. There's something there that they just can't beat that team. In the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's been historically it's like, the news, like us in the New York Giant. Yeah, right. Historically, they just can't get no, through they str- Montreal. They, str- they struggle in Montreal, and I don't know what I don't know what it is because if you if you break those two teams down, you know, especially like last year and the year before, they should they should have no problem with them, but for some yeah. reason they always have a problem with them, right, Mark? So yeah, they do, and and now Mont- and Montreal has our old coach. Yeah, yeah, I know that, and and he, but you know what? He always, uh, you know, Claude. He always, Claude. he always comes out with a that defense is always spectacular he, he, in the that's playoffs. A, he's a defensive, yeah, he's a defensive-minded coach. That's what he does. He, 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 you know, he 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 drops the puck into the corners. They play defense. They bang you. They want to win a close game. That's what he does. So know? we'll see. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, Brad's Brad's chatting in tonight. Hello from Arizona, Brad. Welcome in. Good to hear from you. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen with the Bruins. And, and Mark, I will say this, though. You know, we got to take our hats off to them, um, you know, in a big, big way. Um, oh, Mark, yeah. Tell, tell them why. So the Bruins, I mean, recently, w- within the last couple of weeks, there was a um, high school hockey player that goes to uh, Bishop Fian, which is in Massachusetts. And he's um, he was in a tragic – it was a, a play against the boards, and he went into the boards, and and, and he, he right now is um, – He's in the hospital. He's paralyzed right now. His name is AJ Quetta. And um, it was it was just a tragic thing. And he's going to need a lot of rehabilitation. And everyone's praying for the, the young man. And the Bruins really stepped it up. And, and they, there was a GoFundMe that local people set up. And they've raised over like $800,000 for the... He's going to need extensive treatment. But the Bruins donated like $100,000 towards it. Um, the Bruins had a... a, a they, they had a, a skate, pre-skate before the game. I think it was last week against... It might have been um, Philadelphia. They put his 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 jersey signed. They all signed it. They put his jersey up behind the bench. They they all they taped their their hockey sticks for their pre skate in, in the colors of the school. They all signed the hockey sticks. They're gonna auction them off and and give the money to the family. Uh, Ray Bork is it w- was on his uh, Twitter account saying you know we need to raise money for this young man and, and Bork's just a classy guy. Anyways, yeah, I always loved Ray Bork, right? And it, it's just a tragic thing, but it, it, the Bruins really stepped up. The hockey community stepped up, and and I just wanted to mention it. The kid, the, you know, let's pray for this this young man, this young kid. He's a senior in high school, you know. But the Bruins, I, I have to give the organization a lot of credit. I'm not always a fan of their ownership, but they really, really, it's a real class act when it came to what they did last week. Yeah, listen, and 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 the GoFundMe account is still up. Uh, find yeah. it; it's easy to find. It's easy to find. Um, yep. You know, put the young man's name in. It's a GoFundMe account. Usually, Mark and I don't do this, but we don't do it. T- but this was just this a tragic a, thing. Yeah, with this type of a situation, I don't think your money can go anywhere better than to no. something like this. Look, Mark, anything, anytime it comes to children, anytime it comes to children, 
your money is well spent. Yeah. You know, supporting my daughter. Them. My daughter actually danced with his sisters, so so I I, yeah. I do know the family as well. <laughs> so it's close to home for Mark. And yeah. listen, as I said, log in. You know, go to the GoFundMe account. Uh, support the family as uh, right now it, it's a very difficult time for them. And um, you know they'll you know, but they're they're remaining. They're trying to remain positive, and they'll and they'll get through it hopefully. But, but uh, kudos, but yeah, hats off. kudos to the Bruins. Yeah, hats off to the Bruins. So Mark. Moving, moving into, we want to move into baseball a little, and you know we want to talk a little bit of Red Sox and Yankees. But, but Mark is is baseball dying right now, honestly, and why? If it is, well, well Chris, I'm going to be honest with you. This, do you? I mean, granted, I know we just got done with the Super Bowl, and, and I get that, right? So everyone's talking football. The last three, four weeks has all been football, right? But when basketball has their free agency period, the you know the free agent frenzy right around the Fourth of July, not last year because of COVID, but typically. That's it's it's like a blitz. You have all these free agent signings within two weeks. Who's signing where? There. Same thing with football. Free agency. There's the three or four day period. There's nothing like it, right? Baseball. There's nothing. There's no. It's usually season. the hot stove, right? Yeah, but there's nothing anymore, Chris. That 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 hasn't happened in 15, 20 years, right? Since what? A Rod maybe signed with 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 that was the big signing, right? Baseball goes into the off season. It disappears. Free agents are signing. A, they sign a week before training camp. Like there's no excitement. There's like they should set up a window. Hey, look, you're gonna go from this date to this date within this three weeks. Every free agent has to sign. Like right. get some excitement, something. Baseball's like dying. Nobody cares about baseball no. because there's no excitement to it, Chris. You don't hear about anything about baseball. There's, yeah, Mark, you know what I mean? You know, it, what a pitchers or catchers are reporting. Well, two another two weeks. Any time now. Any time. Right. I think it's like the February twentieth or something. It is. It's like two weeks. So, Mark, the my take on this: the problem with this sport, okay, it's the games are way too long. Yeah. Okay, and there's just too many of them. You know, people just don't. I mean, you in a normal season, you know, when you start in April, who the hell is watching? Who's watching? Who are the diehard people that are watching the games in May? Yeah, you. That's fine. You and I. But here's like, the thing. I'm sick. You and me. But 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 the problem is, you know, these games go on for three, three and a half hours. That's true. And, and they're on at seven o'clock at night. I mean, it's, you, you you just yeah. the game times are seven thirty, seven o'clock. I mean, I know the Red Sox game. Some some of them start at at seven or seven thirty. And they go for three, three and a half hours. I mean, they're so slow. And the, and they try, they've tried different things to speed it up, but nothing's working. And 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 the players are worse. The players and that listen, that players' association probably is the strongest one in all of sports, right? And they just don't care. I heard Price, you know, a year ago, they talked about the length of the game and the speed of the game and what can he do on the mound to to, to speed it up and can he? I don't care. He said. I don't care. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change what I do. Yeah. I mean, it's just, this is the mentality of the, of the, of the, of today's player. So if they don't care, it doesn't matter what the league's going to try to put in, you know, is they wanted it, to yeah. try to speed up the batters and, and all of this is not the, the whole Chris, Nomar thing Chris, with the gloves they, Chris, and all they that. Even, they even tried to do, they added the, because of COVID, they added the extra playoff team last year, which I thought was good. It added a little bit of yeah. excitement to it. Right. It added yeah. an extra game. It, 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 you know, it added to ratings. Well, now they said they can't do it because they're going to negotiate it with the players. The players don't want to do an no. extra playoff game. Are you kidding me? Right. And they also tried to do the man on second. Um, and, in, and then in, they don't in, want it. Uh, not, the players, they don't want the National League DH now. They did it last year during COVID. I thought it was good. Like, it's crazy. 
Yeah. And listen, and, and we're going to get the break now, but li- here, here's the thing. And I'm a what baseball you- guy. My, I mean, my son plays baseball. I love baseball, but it's, it, it, it's, it's it just, well, dying. See it nobody talks you. about it. You could yeah, see well, it behind you a little bit, but here's the thing. Right. Yeah. Mark, listen, if they don't, if they don't clean it up, they're going to lose it. And in compare, you know, comparatively speaking to other sports and the one we're going to talk about right after the break, um, they're just not innovative. They're not moving forward like the NFL is and even the NBA. I mean, they're just not doing the things to create more interest, to create shorter games, to just make it more interesting. And sometimes, you know, you have these traditionalists that don't want to touch the game. Well, if you're not going to touch the game, you're going to lose the new people. You're going to lose the kids. And that's what's going to be because after the kids are done playing when they're young, they're going to just forget. Well, that's what's happening now, Chris. The they're, they're on soccer fields and lacrosse fields. You're, you know, they're not on baseball. I mean, right. not nowhere near as many kids. They're on baseball fields, but nowhere near as many kids are on baseball fields. Not in not the United like it States. Used to be, not like when like we were kids. Not in the United no. States, anyways. No. no. When we come back, <clears throat> we're going to get into the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Patriots as it relates to the Super Bowl. And Mark, I'm, I think that's pretty much going to take us to the end of the show. We have a lot to discuss, and there's a lot of people in New England right now that are feeling good. Some are feeling good. Some are not feeling good. People are bittersweet. They're pissed off. We're going to break it down in, in full right after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with more Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel, and our special thanks to the people, the good people over at Corso, Corso Law Group, uh, the employees there. If not for them, I would not be able to do this. So a special thanks out, shout out to them. Mark, was there a game on Sunday? I, I missed it. I, I, yeah, I, you know I, there I, was a game. You know I, there was a game on Sunday. I slept through the day, so I didn't really, I didn't really see what happened. Mark, what happened on Sunday? He did it again. He did it again. Chris, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I picked Kansas City, and and I picked Kansas City just because I, I'm a New England Patriot fan, right? Everything inside me told me he was going to win this damn thing, and and of course he won it. Wait right? a minute. Wait I, a minute. Joe, you're gonna, you know what, Joe? You're gonna queue up last week. Queue up no, last week's them. show. You know, queue up last week's show. You said, you I said, this whole way that I that did. defense could stop Kansas City's offense, and they were gonna, uh, run, they were gonna score a million points. You well, know, they, well, yeah, well, they didn't. Who picked Tampa? Who picked Tampa? Besides little Olivia. Yeah, you picked them. That's right. And you know what? And we, you know what? We're gonna bring we're gonna bring little Olivia on when the season starts next but week. But I will she's say this: do the picks for us, Mark. We were both wrong. So you can you, put the I bets in. You, when I told you in October they were gonna make a run, you laughed at me. I you just did say went, that. I went off the wagon the last game. I went off. <laughs> you did say that. You did say they would make a run. But you know, listen, when when it came time, when it came playoff time, and I had been saying this, you know, we I mean we knew they would walk all over Washington, but. 
when it came time to play Aaron Rodgers, I told you then, this guy just doesn't lose these games. He doesn't yeah. lose these games. And even in the games he has lost in the Super Bowls, they've had the lead or he's thrown for 500 yards and they still lost. It was defense that let them down at the last drive. So this, this, this dude, you know, he just doesn't lose games. But, Mark, let's break down this game. How, how, let, let's talk about the game first before we really get into the Brady stuff. How did Tampa win this game? In your eyes, how did they win this game? Besides well, just Tom Brady. Well, besides Brady, Chris, I think defensively, I mean, they took a, they did a, a bunch of what you were talking about. If people watched the show last week when I said to you, Chris, you're a defensive guy. How do you defend this team? Yeah. And and you broke through how, you know, they had to do some, they had to give them some zero looks. They played too high in the, they played too high in the back. They had two guys back and they, they and basically you no know, Chris too, which Everybody forgets, right? Because we, Bruce Arians is such a cartoon character, right? And we'll get into him in a little bit about what he said. But he's such a cartoon character and so that you forget Andy Reid up until last year. What's he ever won? He, 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 he was terrible. He could never make halftime adjustments. He couldn't manage timeouts. Like he, Andy Reid wasn't this, this, all of, you know, this great X's and O's coach. All of a sudden, he gets Mahomes and people forget what type of a coach he really is. Overall, not offensively, not an offensive mind. In other words, that defense they were running, Chris, they were begging Kansas City to go on 15 play drives, four yards, five yards, run the ball, little yeah. dinks, have Mahomes, you know, RPO it. And friggin' Reed was just stuck with their same offense and would not do that. They were begging him to do that if he had the patience to do it. And they would they might have went on six minute drives, but you would have probably moved the ball against that defense, the way that defense was playing them. Yeah, they couldn't do anything against the defense. And we thought, listen, we thought, hey, Reed's going to outcoach Arians. And and you know what, Mark. Reed can't outcoach Arians because it's yeah, not but Chris, Arians. He didn't make, but Chris, he didn't make the adjustment offensively. That no, I, he at halftime, you said to me at halftime, they're going to come out, Mark. They're going to have to run the ball down this. They, they're going to have to run the ball. Right. They didn't run the ball. Well, at some point, you, you were waiting for Kansas City to flip the switch, and it, they never could. Now, again, yeah, I do too, you know, because it really wasn't Reed against Arians like we wanted to talk about last week and have fun with. It was Reed against Bulls. It was Reed against Brady. I mean, that's what you were, that's what you were dealing with. And you know, Spagnola against Brady. Forget Lefowich, forget Arians. This is Todd Bowles team and this is Tom Brady's team. And on the defensive side of the ball, yeah, Mark, it was exactly like we talked about. And it's really it is a page, it was it's a page out of New England's book. In this sense, what I saw Tampa's defense doing is some of what I talked about last week. And to me, it was really up front. Because that secondary, as we talked about, I mean, they, they played too deep all night long. And that's what they did. They played too deep safeties all night long, and they were not going to let those crossers beat them. They were not going to let Tyreek Hill go down in that cross. They weren't going to let 17 do it. They just weren't going to do that. Okay? They were going to take that away, and they were going to make their corners play underneath, underneath them and then over the top. Fine. That's fine. Where Kansas City gets you is when they protect Mahomes. When they can protect Mahomes and he has time to set up and allow those routes, routes to, 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 to come open, that's where he kills you. And that's where this defense had him. That's where they, had, they, they were had. I watched the Tampa's front seven, okay? Just, they, they took, 
they took Kansas City's offensive line to school. I mean, and, and granted, there were two guys out. They had two linemen out. They had to shift. They had to shuffle some guys around that Kansas City did on the offensive line. So that left tackle that was playing over there was no. getting abused, abused yeah. all night. But what I also, it wasn't just bull rushes off the edge that you saw. It was stunts. It was schemes. You saw the pressure packages. They were those twists that we talked about. New England, New England would always, they, they would always protect their secondary this way against Mahomes because the way to beat that guy is to have enough contain from the outside while you're getting pressure in his face. And he just can't do anything. So, Chris, about let it. me ask you a question. After that first game, they tried to play man to man, right? Okay. So, so they got killed, Tampa, playing that man to man against this team. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hill had 200 yards in the first half. Right. They weren't going to do that again. We they, weren't that. Gonna do, they weren't going to do that again. But you, you mean that I, I, you mean to tell me number 12 didn't tell Bowles, hey, listen, here's what we always did against this team defensively. I, I you know, I, I don't do, do what you want with it, but this is what we did. He knows what the game well, yeah. plan was defensively against that team. Listen, he knows yeah, what it was. Did. And that's why, and that's why, see, that's why when you, when you. And you know what, Chris, really, I, I just didn't think of that, you know, for some, whatever reason, I didn't think to myself, you know what, number 12 knows the defense that we ran against this team. He, he was, yeah. he knows what we did. In, that he's going to give him the blueprint. Yeah, he's going to give him a blueprint for those defensive ends and those defensive linemen to twist. And the defensive oh. line would contain and that end would come up into his face and Mahomes couldn't get out. And that's, you know, you would think that playing cover two like this, like they were doing, Kelsey will be able to sit down in the middle of that field all night long. But the problem is we talked about Kelsey talked about he's a little soft and on his own, he's not, he can't get it done. And you saw it in this game because what they did, what their defense did, they played a lot of underneath coverage and Mahomes had a move. He had to get out in order to find him. And the times that he got out, he came across his body like he likes to do. And, and Chris, he found Kelsey sitting and, in the zone. And, and don't get me wrong. Kelsey had over 100 yards receiving, but a lot of that yardage, Chris, was after this game was decided. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. And a lot of that, I agree. A lot of that was after the game was decided. And it was in Tampa. And, and again, I, I give Bowles full credit. You know, I don't think he's a good head coach, but he's a fantastic defensive coordinator. And you know what? They were going to give him that. We'll give Kelsey. We're going to give you Kelsey over the middle a little bit. We're going to give you that. That's okay. You want to, you know, you want to hit him for five yards, eight yards, you know, six yards. Okay. We'll give you that. Because if, they're, if their offense is kicking on all cylinders, which they were, we don't have a problem with that now. We'll make you, we'll make you go down the field and take those long drives and force you to do what you're suggesting, and they couldn't do it. One of the things, too, Chris, I just want to touch on, had nothing to do with the, the outcome of the game. Tampa Bay kicked their teeth and, 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 and played a great game and, and deserved to be champions. But I'm only going to touch on it because it's, it's something you brought up almost every week throughout the, the year. Um, the refereeing, Chris, was, was atrocious. Was atrocious again. I mean, it had not, it didn't have anything to do with the outcome of the game. So, so let's let's just say that right up front. I mean, Tampa Bay kicked their teeth, and like I said, the the refs had nothing to do with it. But the refereeing was atrocious. Yeah, oh my! God. Some of those calls, Chris. I don't know what they were watching. Yeah, they were. They, you know, they, it was and it was one sided. I think at the half it was eight to one. Yeah, it was I mean, they called eight penalties against Kansas. It, look. Some of those drives for Tampa in the first half were all penalties. I mean, Matthew, I mean, Matthew couldn't keep his cool. He couldn't keep his cool. Matthew's over there uh, getting in Brady's face. And the last guy you face you want to get in is Brady. 
okay? Because he'll light you up after that. Because the Chiefs had 122 penalty yards, the third most in Super Bowl history. Yeah, it, it, it was too much. It was too much. There was too much officiating. There was too much. Even Feely came on. Who, who is it? Is it Feely that comes yeah. on and does it? Even he yeah. said it. Hey, look, you know, this is too much. Or the, or, or the, uh, the guy, the, the official there, the one that's retired. That comes on CBS. Even the, the same thing. It, it was, was too it, too much. It was too much. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It had nothing to there do with the There were two drives, the two touchdown drives, Mark. One of them was third and four that they got off. They were off the field, Kansas City. But if they weren't off the field because they called holding or something in the uh, in the secondary. And you're right, some of that was ticky tack, you know? Yeah. That in a Super Bowl, you would expect to be let go. But Mark, yeah, you touched on and look, Brad, Brad uh, types in, you know, he's all for Tom Brady. He was clutch and his defense was very strong. But he believes uh, Gronk's playing for the most talented team he's ever been on. Gronk saying that. I, and we'll get into what Gronk had to say after. But um, but since he brings up Gronk, you know, Mark, think about it like this. When you talk about the fact that this is Tom Brady's team and he's in control of everything, two things I look to. First thing you mentioned, which is Brady's given them the blueprint. Brady gave his defense the blueprint. Do you know that on Saturday night, Okay. He was texting and talking to many of the team, many of the team players on the team and some of the coaches. He watched every game. He watched the film on every game for Kansas City. He prepared like no one else can. And he gave he he even the night before the game, he's communicating with them. He's texting with them. He's giving them the blueprint and letting them know, "Hey, watch out for this tomorrow. Watch out for that tomorrow." Okay. And don't, like you said, don't think for one second that that wasn't going to the defense too. So they showed a lot of new England looks. They showed zero look. They showed those twists. They showed cover two. the secondary played great played better than they are because the pressure protected them. Some of that was Brady. So you say, well, Brady plays on the offensive side. How much, how much effect can he have on the defense? Well, he can, when he's watching film and he's telling them what's what he's 43 years old now. And he's basically a coach and mock the other point too that I'll make, and then you comment on it. We, when we talked about this in the offseason, you know, Brady's running this ship. Look, they're bringing all the players he wants. He wants all these washed-up guys, Gronk and Fournette and Antonio Brown. Mark, who scored? Who scored for them his, in the Super Bowl? His guys. Brown, so think Gronk, about so Chris, think and about Fournette. That. So Chris, all the guys so Chris, Brady brought in. So Chris, think about that. Arians, that... I I I want to kick his face and I think he's such a moron. Darth Vader. Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Look, yeah, he had Darth the thing. Vader. He had the thing on his chest with all the buttons on it, and he had the mask on with the black mask. Oh he looks like Darth Vader. He's pushing the buttons. You know, I'm can you imagine that? Oh, can you father. imagine he is a what? Is, what is wrong with you today? <laughs> can I ask you a question? Hey, hey listen, I'm, I'm you guys, and, and for those of you who don't understand. I keep looking over here. People keep saying, you know, I, I've heard people this week say, why are you always looking to your left? Why was it? Because this is a, this is basically a radio show that you're able to see. Okay. And that's how it's conducted. And this is where Mark is for me. Mark's on the screen right over here. And that's yeah. who I can talk to. And it's Listen. very difficult to talk to Mark while I'm staring at you. So go ahead, Mark. He, do you realize how bad of a coach he is? And he's a Super Bowl champion coach, but anyways, getting back to your point, Chris, um, so Arian says this week, you know, he joined a he joined a team that had a lot of talent. He just put us over the edge. We were a, a talented team last year. Yeah. Not one of the guys on your team. Now one of the guys on your team from last year scored a touchdown to the Super Bowl. 
It was all of Brady's guys he brought in, you buffoon. Wasn't Fournette, Evans? Who, wasn't Godwin? Fournette, no, well, none of those guys. Fournette, who I don't he think, in in week nine. Gronkowski who's the kid? Brown. Who's the kid number 10? He didn't even catch up. I don't even think he got a ball thrown to him. Number 10 was holding the Gatorade bottle for, for, for Brady, for crying out loud. So Number 10. And, and look, you could see the control he has. On the field, a couple of times during the game, Did you, see him you saw him going, no, time? no, yeah. he's going. He's getting the call in his ear, and he's like, no, no, no. And then pulled to something else. Well, which was probably like, sorry, Tom, sorry, Tom. Here's another call. And he's like, yeah, well, fine, well, that's well, good. Well, I do think that that was part of his frustration in New England is he wanted to have more input into and, and I think he wanted to be able to overrule McDaniels on certain calls, right? And, and I don't think Bill allowed that. So I, I think that was some of the frustration if you read in, you know, some of what's been going on over the last few weeks. But so none of Arians' guys won that. And you know what that reminds me of, Chris? And you, I think you're gonna. I think Brady just broke that seal because that was never the case in the NFL. It was very much like LeBron James going, you know, bringing his, getting his team. Like you may start to see now quarterbacks. Like now, all of a sudden, this morning, Russell Wilson is very upset and frustrated over the situation in Seattle. Like I think you're gonna start to see guys try to buy themselves and get themselves out of situations. And bring guys with them like Brady did. Bring their guys in, free agents, guys they know. Make the deals. Like Gronk, that deal, Gronk and Antonio Brown knew they were going wherever Brady went before he signed. Wherever Brady went, that's those guys were coming. That was a guarantee. Yeah. But time out on that, Mark. Here's the thing, okay? I'm telling Here, here's you. Here's the thing. You're going to fall, but you know what? These players are going to fall into that trap. Look, they're going to, but I, huge... but Chris, but Chris, that's where this league. I'm telling you, he's going to start that trend like LeBron did. Now look, look, Durant jumps jumps with Irving, and they bring in not Harden, and then you got you know Kawhi Lennon and George, and all these guys. You got you know Golden State. Well, the NFL, these quarterbacks now, I think are going to start to try to do that. Yeah, but the NBA's the, the NBA's a different league. I mean, it's it's a very individual game now over there. It you know, is, a lot but... of ISOs, a lot of a lot of po- a lot of things like that. You're not, you know, very. Th- I mean, the Celtics move the ball and they move the ball, and that's when they play great. But that's not what the Lakers do. That's not what. No, they no, do. no. But I'm talking I mean, it's about all the ISO concept, stuff. The concept, Chris, of them of control- bringing guys in. Yeah, and where they want to go and bring yeah, he, their team in, right? Here's where that's a slippery slope for quarterbacks in this league. You know, Russell Wilson. You know, he can run his mouth right now. He could say what he wants, but. And, and, and you and I are going to talk about this, and we're going to fight a little bit about, about Belichick, okay, yeah. and Brady. Tom Brady, is, Tom Brady today is different than Tom Brady was 10 years ago, okay? And, I, you know, maybe you have 15, to be able to maybe see 15, that. Maybe 15 years ago. Look, he's a coach. He's, 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 he's more, he's more of a coach than anything else now. This guy's 43 years old. There's nothing he hasn't seen. So he, he could be the offensive coordinator of a team. We didn't want to admit that, but he can be the offensive coordinator of a team. And you know what? He even showed us because in the offseason, I said, hey, you know what? It's time to move on. It's time to move on. Nonsense. It's a mistake to move on. Clearly seeing what I saw this year because this guy ran the ship. Okay. He didn't need a McDaniels. He didn't need a left. He didn't need anybody. He's gotten to a stage in his career. Okay. Where he's seen it all. He understands it all. And he can run that whole offense by himself, including player per- personnel of who they need to bring in to make things work. That's not Russell Wilson, man. That maybe Aaron Rodgers may be getting to that point. He, he's a guy that may be getting to that point. Peyton Manning was getting to that point, but Russell Wilson's not getting to that point. 
And I can't think of another another quarterback in the league, Mahomes, anybody who's getting to that point right now. Yeah, play till you're 40, have that kind of success, have that kind of brain power, and then you can come in and say, hey, we need to get this guy, we need to get that guy, I'm going here and I'm bringing these guys with me. So, you know, there's a, there's a big difference between those two guys, don't you think? Because no, I, look, agree with, I agree with you, Chris, but I, I'm telling you, I think he's going to start a little bit of a trend. Well, look, I, I, I agree with you 100%, Chris. He's earned that. He's he, He's been in the league over 20 years. He, what he can do, guys can't do. I totally agree with you. However, I, I, I just prepare yourself over the next five years to see the league's going to begin to, you're going to see team players starting to think, huh. Well, well Brady we did talked it. about the landscape Brady, of the Brady, league. Brady did it. Well, okay. Well, I can't we do you know. We talked about the landscape of the league and how it's changing and how the play what the what's important to the players is changing a little bit, you know, yeah. how they look at things and how they, you know, and and and, and is the coaching, you know, it's you know, we get into coaching next saving, we're gonna get the break. But Mark, the last thing about the coaching, and it just shows you that Brady really doesn't need anyone, is you know, Darth Vader after the game saying, I didn't do a damn thing. You know, that's on par with him coming out of the lot, coming out of, was it against uh, Green Bay when he threw that right before the half, we threw that long touchdown pass and he come, he came out of the locker room after halftime and said, I had nothing to do with that. That was all Tom Brady. This dude's along for the ride, man. I mean, I, you know, I got people here, Arizona that love this guy. They love Arians because he came over here and he, you know, had a little bit of success. That sucks. I'm sorry. Are you, he was seven and nine last year with a guy who threw a ton of touchdowns. Okay. And they couldn't sniff the playoffs, let alone get to this point. So, yeah, I mean, he should be giving Brady all the credit, but imagine coming out on the podium and <laughs> taking the, imagine anybody else taking the, taking the trophy and saying, I didn't do a damn thing. You know what? That's the first smart thing he said. That's the first <laughs> smart thing that jackass Darth Vader said all season long. Right. Yeah. So, he he is a it is, you know, and, and and what's he been saying since this week? He, you know, he's, he's taking digs, Mark. You don't like it. Some of well, the shots I he's brought, taken. Well, I brought it up to you earlier. I was we, we were talking about um, some of the topics tonight for the show. I don't know. There's got to be some sort of history somewhere with him and Belichick because he he's been taking shots at him for since all week, really pre Super Bowl, but definitely post Super Bowl. He's talking about, well, you don't really need to coach time. You're going to know, you know, let him, you know, it's basic. You don't going to do X's and O's with him. It's just making sure he's yeah, comfortable. Give him, him more game. control. Give him control. Yeah. Give him his time that he needs. Let him rest, blah, blah, blah. You know, and, 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 you know, he, he didn't have that in New England anymore with Belichick. And, you know, yeah. it was personal for him. He wanted to show it wasn't just Belichick. Like he yeah. keeps popping Belichick, which, I just don't get. Listen, pal, you want it, you fool. You complete. You're a complete fool. You want it. Shut your mouth. Be happy for you and your team, and go off into the sunset. What, what do you care about Bill Belichick for? Let it yeah. go. If Brady's got an axe to grind, let Brady grind it. But Brady's a class act, and Brady will never say anything like that. But Brady at the Super Bowl, like you said last week, was commended Belichick because and it doesn't matter anyway. And he we got to get the break, but it doesn't knows, matter anyway, Mark. He knows yeah. what he knows at 43 years old because of what he learned here. 
Yeah, and it doesn't make a difference anyway because nobody in New England is ever going to take Brady at face. Nobody in New England is ever going to take anybody at face value when they have anything good to say about Belichick anymore. It won't happen. The no. only people they take at face value is the people that talk a lot of crap about Belichick and how he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, which I think we're going to start hearing. I think we're going to hear that. Well, a the local bit media, the, the local <laughs> media here, Chris, all these people you listen to, these, these these radio people and all these people, they could say whatever the hell they want. They they can't stand Belichick because he, he you know he he doesn't answer their questions. He basically gives them the, the the middle finger when he's in these press conferences. They none of these people can stand him. So now they've finally got the door open to kick oh, his face yeah, in a little bit because they can kick him now. Right? And, I, and, I, and, they, and they're all doing it. Well, I'm not, I don't like I I don't have a problem with Belichick. You're full of beans. You don't have a problem with Belichick. They they're, they've been dying for this to happen to him. Yeah. Now you all know, of a sudden he doesn't know how to coach. Okay, yeah. not a coach. Well, well, not even that he doesn't know how to coach, but now they're saying, you know, that it really wasn't about him. It was about the guy in Tampa. Okay. Yeah, well, this is this is and you know what right before we get to break, I know we're over Joe, I know we're over. I understand, but we got a chat that came in and this is gonna set Mark off. He said, Brad chat Brad chats in easy guys. The head coach is represented by his coaches, uh has uh, like Lefowitz, Lefowitz and Bulls. What do you what? say to that, Mark? What? What? What is he's, ba he's, he's basically saying. I think he's basically saying, "Hey, you know, the 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 coach represents all the other guys. He and basically he's the guy who brings these guys in, so he's pretty smart up at the top." What do you say to that, Mark? Chris, <laughs> I can't even comment on it. that. Do you realize how ridiculous that is? Bruce Arians is a buffoon. He's the thought. He's Darth Vader. I'm your father, Tom. I am your father. On the other side, we're going to continue with the Super Bowl. We want to talk about it from a Kansas City standpoint. Back in 30 seconds. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce. But you don't have anyone that's gonna give you the right advice. Now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we want to always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance and drive. We are Special Sauce Podcast. Back in with more Corsa Winkatone, the real deal, New England feel. And thanks to the people over at Special Sauce Podcast. Log in. Smart, smart people there, Mark. A lot smarter than you and I have been all season long and in the offseason talking about the Patriots and show. talking about uh, Tom Brady and they should move on from Brady. Well, morons. I, I, I'm a complete. Listen, let me have it. Lamb base me. Call in because yes, I was ready to move on from Brady, and boy, was that stupid, huh, Mark? Oh, um, we were both stupid, Chris. But you know what, Mark? Getting flipping the pay, flipping the side of the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, why didn't this team win? What the hell happened to this offense? I understand. We just talked about Tampa's defense. We talked about what they did, but Mark. They look Chris, pedestrian. Listen, but Chris, listen, they did look pedestrian. But listen, Chris, and, and don't get me wrong. The offensive line played a part, right? Those injuries, you, you take out two tackles. You got guys moving all over the line. Listen, that absolutely played a part. If they could have protected Mahomes, there may have been guys that that came free if he had a little bit more time to find them, right? So that played a little bit of a – that did, definitely played a part, right? But, Chris, Andy Reid didn't make an adjustment. 
Yeah. He didn't make an adjustment, Chris. He, he should have saw, you saw what they were doing. Run the ball, dink, dunk. You, I'm telling you, Chris, they could have went down that field in a little bit of chunks, three, four, five, three, four, five, six. It might have taken you six minutes and you might have won on 15 play drives, but the defense was giving that to you because they know that's not your offense. They weren't going to get beat with that flip the switch type of offense. If they were going to do it, they were going to have to do something they don't usually do. They're going to have to become methodical and they were going to have to go down the field like that. And Andy Reid couldn't do it. He just, no, it's just not, it's not how they're built. Listen, couldn't do Mark. it. Couldn't do and, it. And and, 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 and that's what makes the guy in New England a good, that's what makes, Pavelichek can do those things. So people can say whatever they want about number 12, but you know, listen, I know what we're talking about Kansas City right now. We'll get back into Belichick after, but we yeah, yeah, we'll get Chris. back into Belichick because I got some, I got something to say to you about that. But and, Chris, listen, and, but we <laughs> the stuff you were talking about us. on Sunday that you people didn't hear. Wait till you hear this coming out of his but, mouth. But, but Chris Reed couldn't make the adjustments. Yeah, look. Aside of Reed for a second, because I'm not sure if he was distracted, but what the hell was going on in his world and well, all listen, that. You or I, anybody would be distracted based on and what I was get going that. on. But world. here's the thing. I get it. You when, you, when it comes, this is, to me, this is where, and by the way, Laser Man, Laser Man's in, in the house right now. He's, uh, he's chatted in from Arizona. Welcome in, Laser Man. Good to hear from you. So, Mark, with Mahomes, does this show the youth? Of Mahomes a little bit in this game. Does this show? It absolutely does, Chris. He, Chris, his two his Super Bowls. Chris, his two Super Bowls have been good. subpar. Even last year, yeah. he his stats were terrible for three quarters. He no. he made a yeah, comeback. If San, the, if, if San Francisco had any any type of wherewithal, you know, yeah, like Tampa's defense did, they would have won that game. I agree. So look, we, we talked about this on Sunday while the game was happening. Mahomes would not take what, like you say, Mahomes would not take what the defense gave him. He's built one way. He gets out of the pocket, throws across his body, all those acrobatic, you know, baseball type throws where he's throwing on us on the fly and or making all don't those things happen wrong, with his Chris. athleticism. He's a, don't get me wrong. He's a video game, right? He's a video game. No, he game. is. And he's going to be, he's going to be, uh, no. I per predict he will be a Hall of Famer, but not until, not until he starts gaining the mental aspect of this game. Look, we talked about this a few weeks ago that I gave him some credit for reading defenses. Remember? I said, you know, this is the first time, and I don't know if it was a playoff game, where I said, I'm not, it was Buffalo, I think, wasn't it? Where, I, where he, was, he was starting to read defenses a little more, starting to sit in the pocket, take what they gave him just a little bit. But in this game, in this game, look, Mark, what were they giving them all game? All game long, they were playing that deep, that too deep, the, the corners were bailing out, okay? And what was happening was Kansas City was putting uh, 17, Mark, 17. Remind me. His Hodman, name. Hodman. Hodman. Uh, Hodman. Hodman. Hodman and Hodman and, and, um, and Hodman, Hill. Hodman, Watkins, and Hill. Yeah, Hodman, Hill, and Pringle, and, 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 and Robinson. And, uh, Kelsey. Those are all their receivers, Kelsey. Okay. So what they were doing is they were putting at times Kelsey on one side with the, with the two receivers and Hill and Hardman or Pringle, one, th those speed guys on one side of the field, okay, and what Tampa had to do, they had no choice, was they had to bail out. They had to bail out with their linebackers. They had to bail out with their secondary and cover those deep routes. What did it leave open, Mark, all day long? And you saw it. You saw him take advantage of that in the first quarter a little bit in the second quarter, and then I didn't see it again. Mahomes had that edge all Chris, I won. I wonder. I wonder, Chris, if he couldn't continue to do that because of the foot. 
Uh, you know what, Mark? I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to hear about his turf toe. Well, he's having surgery tomorrow. You know what? Whatever. He, you know what? He got out there a few times. What's to stop him from doing it? No, the problem was he wanted to go deep. He wanted to get those big chunks of plays down the field, and they weren't open. So instead of taking what the damn defense gave him and rushing, he could get 10 yards on that every single time. And well, move that shame, on the, the shame on the Walrus then. He should have told them, listen, he should have pulled them aside, the Walrus, and right. he should have said to him, this is what you're doing. You're, 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 the back end is open. Just, just run it. Right. Exactly. And they just weren't doing that, Mark. And they what about this Leftwich? Everyone says Leftwich. He should be a coach. It's a shame he's not a coach. What the heck did he do? Leftwich didn't make any adjustments. He's the, supposedly the offensive coordinator. He couldn't pull Reed aside and say, look, this is open. All night, this is open. At halftime, they should have said, listen, this is what we need to do. We're going to force them to make an adjustment. And, and, and special they, they sauce podcast. They didn't make is- Kansas City. They didn't make the Tampa Bay make an adjustment on defense, Chris. Special Sauce Podcast is chatting and now saying, easy with the prediction, guys. Your stats are low. Ha, ha, ha. Probably referring to the – probably referring to us saying that uh, that Mahomes is going to get into the uh, – is going to get into the Hall of Fame. Hey, look, Special so- – we, we gave you all kinds of props. We're telling people to log on. You're giving us listen. crap on the chat. What the Come hell on. is that all about? So, Mark, listen. Again, they didn't take you're, – you're exactly right. And for those of you out there wondering what happened to Kansas City, that's exactly what happened. They weren't taking what the defense gave them. They weren't being methodical in their approach. They weren't taking time off the clock, and they weren't just matriculating that ball down the field just like Hank Stram did with Kansas City a million years ago. That's what they needed. They what, needed are what are you – what are you – what are you 103, and, Hank Stram? They, they, they needed to bring Hank Stram back in and matriculate that ball down the field, and they just – it, it, it flipped, Mark. It flipped. Keep the ball out of Brady's hands. Keep away from Brady is what it turned into. And it turned into that once they took the lead, once Tampa got a two-score lead, it had to take – it. they needed to go into a mode of flip that flip that narrative and, you know, short, you know, shorten the game, get yourself on long drives and get yourself back in the game again. And then that would have maybe – you know, because if he kept rolling out and going for those 10 yards, at some point, Tampa was going to have to adjust to that. They were going to have to bring a linebacker up. They were going to have to deal with it and then hit the crosser across the middle. Chris, you know what else I couldn't understand? So you, he ran, he ran, they said today, Chris, he ran for 470 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Mahomes ran for 400. Uh, The stat cast that they use, they got a tractor in the helmets. Now he ran for 470 yards behind the line of scrimmage. That's how much they had him running sideline to sideline. Well, scrimmage. Mark, if that were the case, if that were the case, then you have, if that's the case, then you have to give a ton of credit also to the Tampa secondary for buttoning that up in that cover two look. And we're because- buttoning it up, Chris. It was because they were busting through the line. He had no well, time. He's trying but, to run but, away but, from but guys. Mahomes, but Mahomes is lethal when he gets out there like that. He is, Chris. And the, there he were guys Chris, he wasn't but, finding across the middle anymore. Yeah, but, you no, know, there wasn't. But, Chris, to your point. But the offensive line was atrocious. But, Chris, listen. But you know what I don't understand, they Chris? sucked. I but mean, the point, the original point I was going to make was <clears throat> you didn't see them once keep a back in the backfield to block. No, no. And what that, and was listen, that, what was that, that about, Chris? Listen, that goes back to coaching, too. Look, we uh, last week we talked about in our predictions and, 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 you know, why if Kansas City was going to win this game and put up a ton of points, why they would do it. How, how, how Reed would outcoach Arians or, you know, whoever else that he's got running the show over there or Brady. How would he out coach Brady? How would he out coach Bowles formations? Kansas city does this better than anybody else. They, they, they show you 
so many different formations, so many different looks, motion, motion behind homes, in front of homes, Tyreek Hills all over the field, you know, a bunch form, bunch, bunch spread formation where you're going three by one, you know, spread look, Kelsey in motion, Kelsey out wide. This is what Reed brings to the table. It's what Tony Romo would hop on all season long when he did their games is given given Reed so much credit about the looks that they would give and the looks that, that you just can't account for all of that. Mark, I didn't see any of that in this game. I didn't see any of that. If you go back and watch this game and you see the formations that were coming out against Tampa, it was very similar a lot. So what the hell? And you know, Mark, it almost felt like this. They came out of the gate in the locker room tight. Kansas City looked tight. They looked like they were out of sorts. They looked like they were pressing and they never got out of that mode. They couldn't calm down. It didn't look like that to you because that's how it looked to me. No, it did. It absolutely. Well, Chris, on that opening drive, Kansas City got the ball. Listen, Hodman has the guy beat. If Mahomes drops the ball over the top like he always does, they probably would have scored a touchdown Yeah. because the safety came up because there was somebody else running in the scene. Hodman floats behind the corner. All he had to do was drop that ball over the top. Hodman so quick, it was gone. Lights yeah, out. And that, and that first scored. drive? On that first, on that first drive, drive would have been a touchdown. He ran that corner out. Yeah. yeah. And, Mark, and you I, and I, I said to each other, they're up to, Mahomes is tight because that's a pass Mahomes makes nine out of ten times. He, he was sailing pass. the ball a lot, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, Mark. So now the question becomes, where does this team go from here? Because look, you know the curse. I mean, you know when you lose a Super Bowl, the team the next year, you you, you know you're not. So, Chris, let me ask you a question. In in games like this, right? Yes, there's the curse, but in games like this, somebody has now provided you a blueprint, right? Yeah. So now teams can watch this tape and say, okay. And don't get me wrong, Andy Reid will adjust. I get it, right? But they've given you the blueprint to at least slow them down. Not, I'm sure they'll come. They'll Kansas City will make adjustments and they'll do things. Well, that, they're going to get their offensive linemen back. They'll get healthy. the offensive linemen back healthy will help. But, but even some of the things we just talked about, Chris, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? I'm sure they'll do those things over the course of a 16 game season. However, the basic blueprint on what to do has now been provided. So everyone says, ah, Kansas City's loaded. They'll be back next year. I, I don't know if they get back again for the for another run for the third straight year. I don't know. Maybe I don't know because people the had them. Is, the AFC has yeah. got some good teams. Look out for Buffalo. I know you think about Buffalo, but people had them winning two in a row, three in a row. He's yeah. going to catch Brady six. And by the way, I, I'm, I'm you could call me a homer all you want, and people chat in. I don't give. I don't care. Call in. I'll fight with you all day. You call me homer all you want, but if what we're reading is true about Brady and all the advice he's given to that team about how to stop that Kansas City offense. That's 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 friggin' the Patriots. I told you the look. I told you the look it was going to take to stop that team. That zero look, which Tampa employed at times, okay, and it was going to take that cover too. It, that's what they did. That's exactly what they did. Which is which is completely night and day from what they did when they played earlier in the season, playing man covered. So I give I did I give Bulls a ton of credit. He's the DC over there. Whatever they were, he was being told worked, and he was he was not arrogant enough where he wouldn't take the coaching himself wouldn't yeah. take the stuff from another team but mark that's all the patriots look the only teams i've seen that be, are able to slow kansas city down to a halt three points and a half six to three at in the coming out of the third quarter this year with that atrocious new england team and now tampa 
But you can't tell me it's not a coincidence that Tampa's doing all this and showing similar looks. And by the way, number 12's on the other side, giving him intel from what he, from what he learned in, in, in New England. Come on. Of course, of course he is. Of so, course he is. So when, he come, when, you, when you break it back to Kansas City, look. Do you and, know, and, and, Chris, do you know, Chris, I've listened to, I, I don't know how many local sports reporters in the last 48 hours, and not one person has brought up what we just discussed. That number 12 no, gave them intel. All they're praising is the athletes that Tampa's got on defense and bold. And yeah, they, they're heaping a ton of praise on Brady, but not for what he probably gave them as for intel on that, defense. No one has brought that thing. up. What do you, what, you don't think he gave Bowles intel? Come on. Look, he listen, must have said a... the Bowles. Listen, I didn't say anything to you in a regular season game. This is the Super Bowl. You want to win this thing? This is what, how you're going to have to play this team. Mark, you know, Come this on. happens all this happens all the time. You see, you see, you see uh coaches or uh, organizations Chris, sign. You know this is a copycat league in, listen, in, in, in listen. that in that in, in those situations. Why do you think teams will sign a guy in the middle of the year off a practice squad or something like that when they're about to play the team? Because they want the intel, they want to hear what's going on, they want to hear what's yeah. happening on the they'll kick any edge they can get. That happens yeah. all the time. So now you've got the goat on the other side, number in 43-year-old guy who understands everything he's seeing. He did, he gave him a lot of intel. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying Bulls didn't do anything, and, and you know, but Kansas City, look, Paula Paula types in, you know, chats in Chris. I agree with you. Kansas City seemed out of sorts and could not get their heads together. It was clear to everybody that that was happening. And Mark, I wonder. And look, nobody's bringing this up, and I give a ton of credit to Jim Nance, okay, who called the game, that nobody else wanted to touch this topic. Nobody else wanted to go near it, okay? And wh where was Andy Reid's head in this whole thing? Was it in come, the game? Was it there? So, you know, and I been. think everybody, look, I think everybody's heard the story by now. Andy Reid's son, okay, was involved in a car accident, okay? They believe that alcohol was involved, and they're investigating it. Um, and he, and he, you know, he was involved in an accident with another vehicle that contained two children, a four-year-old and a five-year-old. And as of now, I believe the five-year-old is fighting for her life. Okay. And Jim Nance was the only one that had enough courage to come out and say, listen, we wish that the, the family of yeah. they, those children in that family, Classy not, not read, not read. Now I hear other people coming Classy out and saying, move. look, I hear other people coming out and saying, look, we, we, uh, silver, I think it was on a national level comes out and says, look, we, we wish Andy Reed and his whole family best wishes, you know, and, and, and our thoughts and prayers go out to the, the Reed family and the other people that were involved in the accident. What the hell's a Look, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I have, I have sympathy Mark for addiction. Okay. And I think there's fantastic programs out there to, to help people. But when you start hurting other people, when you start doing that, that's where my that's where my that's where my empathy goes. It just goes away at that point, especially mm -hmm. children. We just talked at the top of the show about that GoFundMe account, um, you know, yeah. locally. This this kid, this little kid's fighting for her life because this jackass wanted to get behind the wheel after drinking and all of that and, and whatever he was doing. Yeah. On top of which, okay, what the hell is a kid? What's what is this guy doing? What is the NFL doing? What is the what are the Kansas City Chiefs doing? How can a guy like this be on that staff, have that opportunity to be a coach that had these issues in the past? Not only that, his other son, 
that was that had drug the issues with drugs and issues with the law and this kid was involved in that as well and it's just the same narrative with the kansas city chiefs tyreek hill there's a you get apologies for them we go we fully support our player tyreek hill who beat the hell out of his family kareem okay? hunt hunt was and, a cuckoo clock when he was there and then they came and then they yeah and then they, they finally come had to they finally had to move on from hunt but they, well, they have a choice several chances they didn't have a choice at the end but they support these guys and I don't understand it. I don't understand what this guy's doing on the staff. So, you know, look, maybe maybe Andy Reid's head was distracted. And I like Andy Reid. I'm not, I'm not saying Andy well, Chris, Reid's a listen, bad person. I'm, listen, Chris, I'm sure he was distracted because if you remember back to 07, right, when we lost that game to the Giants, that was when Spygate hit the week before. The week before that Super Bowl, Spygate hit, if you remember correctly, right, with, with Mangini. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you talk to the players, they tell you to a man, that, that definitely affected some of our mental preparation for that game because we would just, that's all we would, would talk, that's all anybody would talk about was Spygate. Well, this guy was what? So he, was a how, he was a linebacker coach, right? So how how does that not affect your team when the linebacker coach, but your, it's your head coach's son who obviously is around the team every day. He's a coach. He, he, of course it affected the preparation. It, it had to affect it a little bit, the preparation. Yeah. I mean, granted it was later in the week, but mentally, it still had to affect that team. It, yeah, it on, did. On some it level, did. I, look, it just and we're gonna get the break now. But just you know what? It just it just pisses me off. I'm sorry, but you know, like like Mark, we don't work. We work for ourselves here. You know, so we're gonna tell yeah. it how it is. That's just the way it is. And in my opinion, yeah, I'm all for giving. Look what I do. I, I'm all for giving people second chances and so on. But this kid, this kid, Britt Reed, he's been given second chances before. He's been involved in things like this before. And now, now. You know, given all these chances, given I'm sure he makes a fantastic salary over there. I can imagine what he makes. All right. Given the, the nice life of an NFL coach by nepotism. OK, surely and solely, I'm sure, by it, because who's going to touch this kid well, Chris, with his but, history? But Chris, you would think it's two, three days, four days. But you're getting ready to fly out to go to the damn Super Bowl. You can't keep your head straight and, and get keep yourself. Clearly like, not. And like I on. said, if he's got a problem, I, I get it. You I know, get I'm not, it. I'm, not yeah. I'm not downing addiction or, 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 or downing him, people that are addicted. Get, some, get, get him some help. Get help. But like I said, when you start to hurt other people, like a little girl, like two little girls and one's fighting for a life. Nah, the hell with you. I'm done. I'm done with that. You know, and, and that's it. And, and if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, okay, you, you, you know. You need to address this and you need to, you know, you need to clean up your house. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not interested in, 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 in what happens, but, but, you know, it, moving forward. So on the other side, Mark, we're going to talk about the Patriots, how, how all of this relates to the Pats, Belichick. Um, and, uh, and, and I think this is where we're going to see Mark and I disagree on a couple of little points here. So more after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. 
back in with more Corso and Catone. And uh, on that front side, I was getting a little upset, you know, so let's move on to the Patriots. Mark, um, and as it relates to the Patriots, okay, so all this happiness in Tampa right now, right? I mean, with these guys and you're wondering what's going to happen with them and what's Tom Brady going to – where does Tom Brady go from here? And Gronk, where does he go from here? So, you know, Gronk comes out, you know, the cuckoo clock he is. Right. He's talking about going, he's talking about the party, the, 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 uh, Super Bowl party he was going to go to. He said it was at an aquarium. Grok, he said it was at an aquarium. He's, he's, he's going to jump mind. in the tank. He's going to jump in the tank with the fish. Why not? I belong in the tank. He says that guy is lost all sense of reality. He's, and you know what? God bless him. He, he he's, he's found himself again. He's having a good time. And he yep. says he can't see any reason why he's not going to come back, which of is he's going to come back. And you know Tom's going to be back. He said it flat out. He's like, yeah, I'll be back. You know, which Antonio one? Brown will be back. Yeah. Which one's the best one? The next one, he says. Which one's your favorite Super Bowl? The next one. That's his response to that all the time. So, in fact, I saw a, a cool, uh, a cool uh, little picture that had seven trophies, okay, and had different shots of Brady, you know, just showing to about here with the jersey on, and it had Michigan, it had the Patriots, it had Tampa. And it had him in a pay. I'm glad it had him in a Patriots uniform yeah. walking away, you know, and it's a, it's a cool looking thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, and it says behind the scenes, it says the next one. So, you know, I, I, I there's no, it does just doesn't seem to be slowing down um, for him. And so Mark can, can Tampa, can Tampa do it again? And, and why is it, you know, why is it that these guys are so invigorated and so happy to be there and, 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 you know, would never be like this in New England. And it, you know. Well, Chris, they say that, right? But listen, listen. It's all, I am going to say you're this. Gonna, you're going to do it now. You're going to do gonna it now, do and it. I'm going to flip out on no, you. No, I'm not going to do it. You don't even know what I'm going to say yet. Yeah, okay. I'm going to tell you this. They're being a little <laughs> hypocritical, Chris, okay? They're playing the game now. They're being a little goddamn hypocritical, and I'm getting a little pissed off about it. Because if they gave him his five-year contract back in 17, after they played Atlanta, he wouldn't be in Tampa Bay, Chris. He can say whatever he wants about, oh, we had no fun. They, they, it, it, he was mentally tough. It was brutal. I hated playing for him. All they had to do, Chris, when he went to them and said, I want, you know, I want to play to 145. They got rid of Garoppolo. They give him the extension. He's still here. So he can say all he wants about hating to play here and that it was a terrible atmosphere. He would still be here if Belichick made the right call with Kraft and said, Tom, you're playing to your 45. We're going to lock you up. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. What do we need to do it? He'd still be here. I don't know about the cuckoo clock. Gronk. I don't know about him. Oh, but no. Great. He would be here. Who do you, who do you think? Who do you think he was going to leave $10 million on the table? You know? Oh, he so, would have been so, back this so, year, too. So, so all these people that want to play up to this whole idea of the fact that it was so terrible in New England, the only reason the man is in Tampa is because Belichick screwed up. If they gave him the contract that he wanted, they gave him his extension. He wasn't leaving as miserable as they claim it was here. He'd still be here. And he would have yeah, been I here agree. until he retired. Chris, let's call a spade a spade. Now, come on. I'm, no, sick of all this, I'm sick of all this garbage that these idiots on these radio shows are saying because they got nothing better to do. They had a guy on yesterday with a goddamn, that, 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 that creamsicle Tampa Bay sweatshirt. You oh, idiot. Oh, Murray, you I can't idiot. stand Murray, this guy. You he's, idiot. Got, he's got the number 12 what hat idiot. on. He's got what the cream. Go to Tampa. Go work at Tampa then. Don't work in Boston anymore. I want to see him in three years when Brady's retired. Put the creamsicle strip back on when they win two games. It's a disgrace right. of a franchise. Yeah, a go disgrace. Down, go down Come to on. Tampa. What do you think the sports, what do you think the sports radio land? 
landscape is like down in Tampa. Come on, the Tampa Bay sucking ears. Come on. Go, go, go work there. Look, Ma, you know, they're calling it title town because of the it's title because town. of because it's of the lightning. Town, yeah. and, how about know. how about the lightning? They showed a picture of them the night of the game. They, I guess they had a hockey game. They, they they were all together in a room rooting for for the, for the Bucks. Not one of them had a goddamn. They all had twelve and eighty-seven shirts on. That's it. And jerseys. Well, does, does does anybody else exist? You no. took two of our players, and that's all they. That's that's their identity. Yeah, Evans, Godwin, nothing. Anybody nothing. on the defensive side side nothing. of the ball? Nothing. I mean, but you Chris, know it is. So, so I just had to get that out. That rant. That that. Come on. I mean, this is all BS. They, if the, they gave the man what he wanted, he'd be here. As miserable as everyone says it was to play for Belichick, he'd still be here. Well, listen. I, I the one thing I will say too is I was I was really irritated last week because. I, you know, we were hearing from Amendola, you're hearing from, you know, the, the, the Stafford, you know, third hand information. Uh, and by the way, by the way, it came out this week that there were several teams that he wouldn't go to. There were several teams that Stafford didn't want to go to. And in fact, he, he basically told them LA is the only team I want to go to. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with new England. He was, you're right, Chris, he was, he didn't want to go anywhere else. So it wasn't, I don't hear anybody talking like about that though. No, of Mark. course not. Why would they? No, because it's not a negative to the Patriots. Look, you call us homers all you want. It's reality. It's logic, what we're talking about, okay? And I was pissed off because none of the former players were coming out in defense of the Patriots. Well, since that time, you've heard them now come out. Matt Light came out um, and talked about it. Um, who, who was the uh, 50? Um, Nikovic. Uh, Nikovic came Nikovic out. Nikovic came out and talked about Ty it. Ty Law came out. Ty Law, even Scott Pioli, you know, these guys are basically saying, look, you know, the what's the Patriot way? What's the Patriot way? I mean, the Patriot way was the entire organization. And I liked what I liked what, and I think it was, um, I think it was Matt Light who said this. I like what Matt Light said. And he basically come out and said in 2000, I'll tell you, he said, you want to know what the Patriot way is? I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up for you in, in, and I agree with this because when it happened, Mark, nobody else had done it. And I told you, this team's not going to lose this game today. They will not lose this game today because of what they did here. The Patriots, were the, in 2001, when they played the Rams, they were the first team to come out of the locker room and, and not be announced individually. They were the first team to be announced as a team. Now everybody does it. As a team, and they all came out together. And Matt Light said, that's the Patriot way, where it's team first, then player the name on the, the name, he didn't say this, I'm saying this. The name on the front is more important than the name on the back. That was the Patriot way. Mark, that didn't, that didn't come out in 2001 with Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't, didn't create the Patriot way there. That's Bill Belichick. Well, Chris, I will give you, I will say this. I think that culture, believe it or not, started. Because what were they like with Carroll? No, it started when Parcells came here. I'm going to give Parcells a little credit too. I think that culture, because that started. Yeah, when, but he did it more by fear. No, he did. He did, Chris. But 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 a culture of, of winning, no excuses. You come to work every like a part of that started with Parcells and Belichick took it and ran with it and, and, and took it to another level. And I'm gonna say this, Chris, too. So Brady, they're saying is texting guys. He's up at five in the morning fit in, in, in every Monday morning with films. He's preparing guys when they come into the building. The Tampa way. The Tampa way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, what did he learn that in Michigan? Of course not. He learned that when he came. Oh, he here. learned how to get benched over there. So, like, so like you said, Chris, 20 years later, 
at 43 years old. Yeah, he's a coach. Of course he's a coach. That's what he is. But he learned all those habits here. Was he the, 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 the persona of the Patriot way? Absolutely he was. He was the quarterback. He bought in. He was the leader of this team. He was the leader of the organization. Everybody took his cue. Well, yeah, he drove it he home. Learned, but Chris, he learned those habits from Belichick. Right. He drove it home. He was a yes. guy that was so damn good, such a good player, that other other players came in and watched his act and watched him buy into it, and they had no choice but to buy into it. Yes. And that's what it was. But, Mark, what does this do then? What's this win for Brady do? What does it do for Belichick? What, what, how does this relate? To, you know, what's it going to do now? Is he done? I mean, what? because, what, I listen, I, I heard you. I heard you on Sunday. Okay. Well, and what I told, what what I told Chris, what I told Chris on Sunday. Well, what you screamed I'm gonna to Chris on Chris Sunday. On Sunday, I said to Chris, <laughs> I don't want to hear about Belichick anymore. If Arians won a Super Bowl, then coaching don't matter in this league. So I don't want to ever hear again that this guy's a great coach. This guy's a good coach. Brady, you know, Belichick's a great coach. Coaching don't matter. If Bruce Arians can win a Super Bowl, tell Brad, because I know Brad was worrying about Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, if he won a Super Bowl, my dog could go on the sidelines with his leash and coach and win a Super Bowl because Arians is a moron, a yeah, moron. You know what, a though? Complete moron. Yeah, and listen, and, and when Come you on. were screaming, and when you were screaming at me on Sunday, I'm like, Mark. And, and I said coaching didn't matter. And then I thought about it after, and I calmed down, and I, I, I regress, and and I calmed down. And of course, coaching matters, right? But the issue with the Patriots is. Now it's not it's the, just it's the, the X's, optics. It's, it's, it's the optics, but it's also not just the X's and O's. If you give Belichick, well, if you give Belichick a team, obviously he can coach them and he'll coach them up. But number one, are people going to want to come and play here anymore? Because now the perception is it was Brady. It really wasn't him, right? It was all Brady. It wasn't him. And 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 everybody's filtering that now, right? And and the second thing is his evaluation of talent. It seems over the last five years. It's like he forgot how to do it, Chris. The, the roster is depleted, so I, I don't know if you'll ever see the Patriots with him as coach back in that game. I, I don't know. Yeah, look, and and it's not necessarily because of his X's and O's. It's because look who he's putting on the field. Yeah, look, here's the thing, right? I mean, you know, Brady, Brady at four, like we talked about this. Brady at forty three is not the same as Brady at, at at you know with twenty years ago. You know, at 2001 through 2005, not the same guy. I mean, Belichick, you know, Belichick, that was that was his doing. That was how, how he manipulated that team, you know, taking a safety in Denver. You know, things like that, that just, just innovative things that you wouldn't, coaches wouldn't even think to do. You know, taking the safety so he could drive the team down the field and, and win the game. Now, Brady drove the team down the field to win the game, but that's Belichick's call or else the game's over. So the point is, during that time, now, yeah, he's a coach now. We get that and all that. But as it relates to Belichick, Mark, the problem with this guy, I mean, we've talked about it all season. We talked about nauseam, the pr player personnel stuff. He, he, what he's looking for in players just doesn't, it's not there anymore. You can't get the versatility anymore. You can't get a linebacker that does it all, that can play in and out. You can't get offensive linemen that are now playing every position on the offensive line like they used to be able to get, like Neil and like Con Connor and, and, you know, Conlin and those guys that could just do it, you know? That just doesn't exist anymore, you know? And he just seems late to the game or not at the game at all coming up with that, understanding that concept. So there's that problem. And we won't hit that again because we talked about that ridiculous amounts of time. 
Yeah. But the optics of this, because look, nobody's going to take the time like we're doing. None of the players are going to take the time to evaluate and really look at it and say, okay, you know, it really is Belichick. Let me break it down. Let me give it a lot of thought. No, they look at the optics of this and they, they make it simple. Brady, Brady leaves the team. The team sucks. Brady yeah. wins a Super Bowl and has a good time doing it in Tampa with a player coach. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to McVeigh in, in, in LA. Yeah. I'm going to go do things like that because I'm going to have more fun doing it. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get reamed out in a meeting and called out in front of everybody. So I'm not coming to New England. And Mark, if that happens, he's done. It's yeah, the end of days for that, Belichick. If that happens, it's done. And, and I think you'll know this year if it's happened because you're going to see if anybody comes here in free agency. And I will say this, Chris. I think that is true, that, that, that there's a real strong possibility that that happens. And if that happens, well, then there's going to be a lot of changes here. But I still think if you're willing to pay, they're going to have to overpay. You're going to have to pay more than you should be paying for somebody to come here now. I think for a couple of years, Chris, until you put a product on the field again, that's competing for Super Bowls, you're going to have to overpay. And are they willing to do it? Cause that's not their, that's not their, their principles. And they, that's not what he believes. And, and, and that's not what Kraft believes. That's not what they've done for 20 years. But if they don't overpay this, this year, I, I don't think anybody's coming here, Chris, if you don't overpay. And the, the other thing is Chris in this whole well, before before you get before you get to that special sauce type, special sauce chats in, you know, forget the money. All Brady wanted to do was win another Super Bowl, which begs the question: What did Belichick and Kraft want? You know, all Brady asked for was a couple of people to throw the ball to. So I think what he's getting at is: Did they really? Did Kraft and Belichick really even want to win? You know, I, I, that's kind of how I read that right now, and that brings that brings us into the point you want to make in our last point of the night before we go to break and give our final thoughts. Mark, talk about Kraft right now, because he's getting a pass. So I don't understand. So so listen, so so they get rid of, so they, tra- they trade Garoppolo, right? And what was that? Was that 17, Chris? 17, yeah. 17, so you trade Garoppolo, and, and, and it was, everybody says it was- That was the Philly that, Super Bowl that year. That was the Philly Super Bowl, and everyone says it was, that was Belichick's boy, and that was Belichick's hand-picked, groomed replacement for Brady. Kraft intervenes and says, no, 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 no. You're, we're keeping Tom. Garoppolo goes. You trade him. Okay. So you've made that decision. At that point, when that decision was made, Brady's telling you I'm playing till I'm 45. Kraft chooses him over his coach because he tells his coach, you're trading Garoppolo, trades him. Belichick's so pissed off, he trades him for a second round pick when he could have got a first round pick from Cleveland. Earlier in, earlier earlier. in the... In the, in the okay. Uh, Fine. Yeah. And the, well, while the draft, before the draft. But when that there. happens, Kraft, as the owner, we're trading Garoppolo, and the three of us are going to sit down and we're going to figure out how Tom stays here till he's 45, if that's what he wants to do. And then we'll figure out that, spread the money out, and then we'll figure out how to bring the people in he needs to win two or three more. He don't do that. He makes the decision to do it. And then after 2018... He's on year-to-year contracts. Yeah, he, it's a like, hypocrisy. It's, it's a hypocr- like, it's so, hypocrisy. He contradicted like the no, move. Like, so, so why is everybody on Belichick? You're the owner. You got the money. You control this thing as the owner. Where is Kraft's culpability in all this, Chris? 
He just got a free pass. Yeah, and he and he's and he's sending messages out of congratulations oh, to Brady and Gronk. Don't drop the trophy and oh, all this. On. And look, really? you, you know what? Listen, I in my opinion, the guy got afraid. He got scared. Belichick scared him the first time in 2017 when they got rid of Garoppolo. My this is my opinion. This is pure speculation, but. They scared they scared Kraft a little bit, basically acting like if I go if I cross Belichick again, he's gonna leave. And instead of doing that, he should have been like, just what you said. Hey, look, I'm the owner of this team. I control, I control the narrative. They didn't get rid of Bill Russell, they didn't get rid of Larry Bird, they didn't get rid of Ted Williams, right? What the hell are we gonna get rid of the best that ever did it for? The best player that ever happened when we already made the move to keep him and moved on from our future. He wants to play to 45. Hey, Tom, we'll give you a five-year contract. The money's the money. It would have been cheaper then, but we'll give you the five-year contract. You play to 45. And you know what, Bill? I'm sorry, Bill, but if you don't like it, this is what we're doing. This is the guy we're married to, and that's what it's going to be. He needed to be an owner at that point. He needed to be a powerful owner, stand up to his coach, and basically say, this is what we're doing. Sorry, you're 66 years old. You're 67 years old. Where the hell are you going? You go, where are you going for three years in coaching at that age? Go ahead. You know, he needed to do that. Okay. And he didn't do it just like you said. And here we are. So it was a, it was a hypocritical move it, at best. It was a hypocritical move because he moved on. He moved on from Garoppolo and didn't follow through. I mean, that's it. That's in a nutshell. So yeah, I'm with you. Kraft should not, the Kraft family should not get a pass on all this. They should not. They could send out all the happy messages they want. They could send their plane anywhere they want. But the bottom line is, okay, they screwed up in a big way by trusting this guy to not bring back the goat, period. Well, you, you know what's strange though in all this too, Chris? And then we're is, gonna get to our but, final but, break. But yeah, but Go Chris, ahead. so so Brady always speaks so highly of Kraft. Brady's father is praising the Kraft family and yeah. kind of threw a shot at Belichick. Because he's a they, nice guy. After they beat Green Bay. But but part of the reason why your son, buddy, isn't here is because Kraft didn't have the beans to stand up to Belichick. Everybody wants to blame Bill. Yeah. Kraft's because, the owner. Because, because, because Belichick's the a-hole in all this. He's always been the a-hole. He, he has the appearance of the a-hole. He doesn't want to talk to the media like an a-hole. He doesn't own a jet that goes and gets masked for everybody. That's why... Everybody loves craft. That's the and reason by the way, why Chris, he does I'm so gonna... much more for the community. And by Belichick's the way, Chris, invisible. And by the way, Chris, I, I know we don't have time to get into this, but you know that comment Gronkowski made burns me up. The most talented team he's ever played with, top to bottom, that burns me up. Yeah. That comment burns me right up. It does me too. And you know what? It's just, it just goes to show you again, like you said, I mean, they're down there, they're having a good time, and now they want a Super Bowl. So... Let's see what happens with players, but we could be in some, we could be in for some dark days as New England fans. When we come back, we're going to have our final thoughts and a preview for the next show. More Corso and Catone after this. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce. But you don't have anyone that's gonna give you the right advice. Now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we wanna always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance and drive. We are Special Sauce Podcast.
More Corso and Catone back in. Mark, uh, listen quickly, our final thoughts. Our final thoughts, Chris. My final thought is I think, like you said, I think we may be in for some dark days as New England fans. I think the next month, six weeks is going to be pretty telling once we get at the free agency. But I think, I think as a New England fan, my final take is we better buckle up because it could be a few years before we get ourselves back to what we're accustomed to here. And, and, you know, we became spoiled, right? We were spoiled with number 12, 20 years, Chris, 20 years of just every other year you're in a Super Bowl pretty much right now. It's we're, we're, we're like everybody else. We're like everybody else. So I think we got to get used to it and, and settle in and, and Hey, it's baseball season. Yeah. I mean, my, my takeaway um, from today and, and again, yeah, I'll pre, we'll preview the next show. We're going to get to everything else, but yeah, my, my big takeaway, my thought on this is I agree with the, I agree with the doc days ahead. Um, I think that the only, I keep saying this and, and I'm going to maintain this idea that the only saving grace that's going to be for Belichick is to bring a big name in somebody that's a veteran, somebody not on par with Brady. Nobody's on par with Brady, but somebody like a Rogers, somebody like that, if that even exists. And if that even, if they, they, hang on, if that even is a possibility, okay, to do something like that. Short of that, Mark, the writing's on the wall, and I just don't see – I just don't see free agents wanting to come here. The optics are too bad, okay? And right, we're going to be in for some docket days well, because Chris, I, I can't if, see if Belichick you, getting any you, better you, at drafting. what you just said is true, February 2022, we may be talking about a, a different New England Patriot coach. And it may be Josh. And it may be Josh McDaniels. Mark, some people to thank tonight. We want to thank the good people over at Special Sauce Podcast, Jag Media Productions, the people over at Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading law, criminal law firm. Allow us to be your voice. Studio Forty Two Designs over in North Providence, Rhode Island, and Mountain View Home Watch and Security. Join us next week. Uh, we'll 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 be on at Tuesday at seven p.m. Joel, have us up live on the chat. We'll be to take your calls, live chat. We want to thank all the people that chatted in tonight. Laser Man, Brad, Paul, or Special Sauce, all of you that uh, chatted in tonight. And uh, we certainly appreciate that. Again, next Tuesday, 7 p.m., Mark and I will be back. We'll talk about all the things going on in New England sports, the real deal, New England feel. Until then, so long, everyone.